0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed.
1: This is the sixth man show on Orlando magic podcast with your hosts, Luke, Sylvia, and Jonathan Osborne covering all things, magic basketball Bye, fans fans go magic what's going on orlando magic fans you guys are back with the six man show today is september 18th, 2023 jonathan osborne here as always joined by my co-host luke sylvia luke what is going on brother
2: do you hear that jonathan that that's the sound of Of the gators being back in the top 25 let's go baby beat the tennessee volunteers riding high off of that your team got a big win today sunday as we record this just an electric weekend to say the least
1: the giants literally averted complete disaster you myself and you know our our buddy our buddy brandon are in this uh, real giants fans only group chat (laughs) and at halftime Brandon and myself, especially, were down. Tremendous. The season was over. We were the worst team in football. And then Daniel Jones and the boys put the team on their back. Crazy second half comeback. This might have been one of the most depressed episodes we've ever released had they <laughs> lost that game to the Arizona Cardinals. So I'm, I'm really happy for you, for our listeners and, and viewers especially, that – it didn't go that way and they were able to win and I'm happy for my family because I would have been miserable for like the, the rest of the week.
2: Well, that's what, so I put out a, a very disrespectful tweet. And for that, I, I don't yes, apologize, yep. but I put out a very disrespectful tweet I ignored that, you know, that the, purposely. Giants, the Giants were down 20 to zero at one point today. And I said, the Giants might be the first team ever to win, to lose every game 40 to zero, which I thought was a funny tweet. And um, I, our, I'm um, sure you did our buddy uh, G from Orlando Magic UK said something about prayers for Jonathan or something like that and i was like prayers for Jonathan how about prayers for me recording with this man tonight if they lose in fact and the giants don't score once again and then your wife commented and said pray for you no pray for me <laughs> it was just a, a line of a prayer request at that point so yeah. very happy for myself and your family that the giants pulled off the win today because it would have been a very long. And also, if the Giants lose this game, I'm going on to say that the, the Giants don't win very many games this year. Thus, Sundays and Sunday nights, when we record and the Giants have played that day, it would always be measurable. I'm hoping, for my sake and your family's sake, the Giants are not who I thought they were when they were down 20-0 to zero today.
1: Well, what we really need, regardless of how the Giants' season goes, we need the magic to be who we think they are, because that mm. will counterbalance whatever is going right. on. I'll be really depressed about the giants, but I'll be like, oh, wait, the magic are awesome. So everything will sort of be okay. Sunday nights and Mondays will probably be bad for me at that point. But then, you know, once we get into the flow of the week, I'm like, that's right. The magic are good. You know, my life isn't as terrible as I thought, you know, a couple of days ago. So <laughs> Well, folks, we yeah. have an awesome episode planned for you today. Uh, we're super happy that we are, I guess, like the first Magic outlet that got the chance to talk to the new team reporter and sideline reporter, Kendra Douglas. She joined to, to talk about her thoughts on the current Magic team, just basically her professional journey up to this point, and just sharing her excitement you know, around the team. Really awesome person, great personality. We think she's going to do a great job. And we're just stoked that she's part of the Magic family, and she's going to be covering this team this year.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that you know, just once again, the Magic hit it out of the park with a, a new hire. She seems awesome, whether that be on, off camera, whatever. Just super down to earth, definitely like herself, and you know, bubbly. All the things that you want when it comes to someone that's going to cover this team. And uh, so, really excited for for Kendra for the opportunity that she's got here in Orlando um has obviously like we will talk about, has been at Wesh in Orlando for the past few years mm-hmm. and now is going to, you know, have the 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 opportunity to continue with the magic. So super awesome. I know you guys will enjoy uh, that interview and just to for the first time get to really hear from Kendra as she's in her new role.
1: So stay tuned for that in a little bit. But wanna give a, a quick shout out. If you're a, a Magic fan and you're into you know fashion especially like vintage fashion, which is really, really popular right now. Um, our buddy Geo over at Players Only Closet, you can find him on Instagram at Players Only Closet. He's doing like a vintage Orlando Magic pop-up drop uh, coming up on Wednesday, October 11th from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. There's going to be drink specials, special guests. There's going to be a DJ there, giveaways. And I, this is not hyperbole. I don't mean to like dramatize this, and this is not an over-exaggeration by any means. Gio has like the most insane collection of vintage Orlando magic clothing. I would probably venture to guess on the face of the earth. And he's going to be selling a lot of, he's been collecting this stuff for years and he's going to be selling a lot of it at this event. So I'm really looking forward to it again. It's going to be Wednesday, October 11th from 7 PM to 10 PM at 22 South Magnolia Avenue in Orlando, Florida. So be sure that you're paying attention to that and follow him on Instagram and, uh, Come out to this event. It's going to be crazy. He's going to have a ton of great product. So we're really, really looking forward to that. Now, we've been talking about this, Luke, on the last couple of episodes, and we were able to make it live this week. We've been talking about this group night that we're doing coming up on February 13th when the Magic take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're playing on TNT. We're doing a group night where we're trying to get as many Magic fans as we can together at this game just to have a lot of fun, make it a great atmosphere. So, look, we pushed those live. Was that Thursday? Was that Friday? I forget what day it was. But I was thinking, like, hey, maybe, like, by the following week, like, this coming week, we would sell out of those tickets. You know, we had 105 seats that the magic were able to reserve for us. I was like, oh, maybe in, like, the next week, those will be sold out. Basically, like, in under 24 hours, like, just about 24 hours, completely sold out of those first 105 tickets. So our buddy John McCall with the Magic opened up more seats for us in section um, 102. Those have sold out. And he's opened up some seats for us in section 118, about 70 seats. And at this point, Luke, as we're recording this Sunday night, there are only 19 tickets left. There's going to be a total of 193 Magic fans at this game. And that's really only because of the Magic have run out of tickets. So if you're listening to this, stop the episode now. Go to fevogm.com slash sixth man, F-E-V-O-G-M dot com slash sixth S-I-X-T-H-M-A-N and get your tickets for that night in section 118. I would guess by like late Monday, these are probably all going to be gone.
2: And what I will say, I want to add a couple things for context. The first thing is it was
1: yes and within under 24
2: hours we the 105 tickets after the magic gave us the link sold out right you, you and essentially took to we you know, gave first dibs to our our patrons which is one of the benefits right like you guys get the first type of info and and opportunities things like that for for stuff that we do you went to there and then we did like you know hey do you have any like friends or family that you know we want you know to have first dibs as well and we did what, like thirty of those, thirty-five or something. So then, you have seventy to seventy-five, and those sell out in what was it, under an hour? Was that right, under hour, an hour, or under two hours? I can't remember. But regardless, like insane.
1: I may be underselling it. I don't remember. It's all so crazy. Like it's it's sort of a blur. It,
2: it was wild. But what I will say too is that. It it works out to uh, obviously you put this in the post, but like over time, this number, the the price of the ticket as we get closer to the game, will increase. But I don't think that's even really going to have much of an opportunity to. I don't know what ticket price are at right now, but the way that it worked out, pretty much like a forty to fifty percent discount is what these tickets are being sold at because it is a group night, which you can do through drama call really if you reach out to him and you have a big group. He did it for my nephew's party last year. Gives you a great rate for that uh, because it's in a group setting. So, shout out to you guys. It was two hours. Doing this. It was two hours. two hours,
1: um, not 24 hours. I'm an idiot. Two hours is insane. 24 hours would be great. Two hours is unbelievable. And it was crazy. And I couldn't, like,
2: obviously, at that point, all of us are, are working. And I'm just, like, constantly hey, how many are we at now? How many do we at now? Because it just, it, it started so quick and so fast. So shout out to you guys. This is why we do this stuff. The response that you guys give, the engagement, how much you appreciate the stuff that we're able to help put together with the help of the magic and John McCall and all the, you know, everything to do with tickets over there. So once again, shout out to you guys. That's incredible.
1: I do feel obligated to let everyone know we're not making a dime off of this. Like we're genuinely just doing right. this because we want to have an awesome night with Magic fans and we want our guys to have a great atmosphere to play in on TNT that night. So just really looking forward to it and not like I'm not the kind of guy. I don't like to brag. Like I don't do things for quote unquote clout, but like just reflecting on how much the show has grown and like the community has grown. I try to do an event like this about four years ago because, and I'm still sick of it. I'm sick of the let's go heat chants that you hear at Amway when the Magic play the Heat. And back in, I think it was November of 2014, I tried to put a group night together to try to get a lot of people so that when Heat fans would start to cheer, Magic fans could sort of overtake that. And I did this whole thing. I It wasn't John McCall at the time. I hadn't met him yet, but I went through a Magic ticket rep, set up a group night, got the link, everything like that. And we sold zero tickets. I... Did not sell a single ticket to that event. Had to end up shutting it down. And to fast forward four years and 105 tickets were gone in two hours. Like I don't have words for that. So again, I don't like to make this about us or about me or anything like that. Like I love this community so much. But it means the world to me that we were trying to do something cool. And we just got like an overwhelming amount of support. And I'm not an idiot. I know the price is you know a big incentive you're saving a lot of money and you're going to an awesome game but like just to be part of this event and have like a small hand in it and I'm really just now looking forward to being there with everyone like that night and be like wow like we helped make this happen and that's going to be really dope so just super grateful again in the time that it's taken us to say this people might have gone and sold out the rest of this game there's only 19 tickets left as we're recording this so again that's FIVO GM.6, man. Really looking forward to that night. And just, again, thank you to everybody. Now, Luke, Friday, just after 10 o'clock, shout out to to ClickOrlando.com because they were able to live stream this event. But the Magic had an event that I think was mostly restricted to media and season ticket holders where they were going to unveil this year's classic edition throwback jersey, and a special classic edition court that the Magic will be playing on in select games. There's a lot of speculation. We all heard and and saw the rumors and the leaks and everything like that for months and months and months. I don't know why, but watching that, and until we actually saw what these jerseys are, I was so nervous. But Luke, the Tracy McGrady stars are back the retro magic logo is back on the floor for these quote unquote classic nights. And they couldn't have done a better job. They look great. They're awesome. And I'm, I'm just so excited, completely freaked when I I saw it. And I think it's really like, I haven't seen anybody that's like, Oh, I don't really like these. And if
2: there's anybody that was going to say that it would have been myself, Jonathan, people know, I wasn't going to say that, but listeners know that I have been critical of the stars Jersey in the past and, and what it was in that T-Mac era. I, I, I still stand by that. I I don't love that. And I think that, a, that where I really pinpointed it as well is the, the silkiness of the Jersey, like that. Look, I just, I, I couldn't get past it. I don't think. And I, but with this, it's, it's no longer silky and it's, pretty awesome as far as like the the stars i want to say that the stars were like a slightly different shade like on the jersey back in the t-mac era i might be wrong but some things that i've seen with regarding that jersey it looked like they might have been like a little bit darker of a white or like a grayish almost these however are white stars solely so i could be wrong on that but that is one thing that i do like on it
1: um oh, you're talking also, about across the chest not the, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. pattern not itself. the actual yes pattern. The, the, there's no gray in this magic logo in the stars I, it's just yeah. white it out
2: i think it's a lot cleaner looking in my opinion right. and then the other thing that you take into account is like that I, I don't know how to explain it that jersey back then was you know the Mac era and the team was you know good and there's a lot of good memories that come with that, that logo, the jersey, whatever. So I think a part of me is, is is on board with it now because of what it is, like what it's honoring and and the good old days of Orlando Magic, like Heart and Hustle, that era, something that I, quite frankly, was too young for, like I was five. And so now getting to kind of get back in the time machine, see our current guys wearing this. 35th anniversary the team seems to be on the up and up there is a lot of stuff to love about this team and that and the the court dude is so sick just and they didn't have to do much they just put that logo at center court and it's awesome i cannot wait we got the dates as well for you know when those jerseys in the court i assume the court will always accompany the jersey much like it has in the past and to to be able to see that court in person it Opening night will be awesome.
1: So the dates that we have here, so it looks like it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games, which I know people not have enough. some qualms about. It's definitely not enough, but it's better than nothing. Uh so October twenty-fifth at home versus the Rockets, November eleventh versus the Bucks, December twentieth versus the Heat, January seventh versus the Hawks, January nineteenth versus the Seventy-Sixers, February thirteenth. The TNT game versus Oklahoma City, March 3rd versus the Pistons, March 29th versus the Clippers, and then March 30th, second night of a back-to-back versus the Grizzlies, and then again on April 14th versus the Milwaukee Bucks. So 10, definitely not enough, but they're back, they're fantastic, they're awesome, and we love them so much. I was a friend of mine uh reached out not too long after the the jerseys were revealed and was like, why are Magic fans so excited about this? Like, haven't you guys had these jerseys before? And I was like, Yeah, that is the point. Like it reminds us of simpler times. It reminds us of fun times. Like for me especially, like you and I have had, had the conversation like, is this really truly like an iconic jersey or is it just an iconic jersey for Magic fans? And I think there is an argument to be had there. But like for me, especially like Tracy McGrady is my favorite basketball player of all time. Everyone knows that when I envision Tracy McGrady, I envision him in this jersey. And to me, I think that is what makes it iconic is because Tracy McGrady in Orlando is like an all time iconic NBA player. And because of the fact that he's wearing that jersey, to me, it sort of makes it iconic by association with Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady, the man that made me fall in love with basketball, was wearing this jersey at the time. And it just brings me back to my childhood. And just a much better looking jersey than than what we have now, especially the Nike tailoring. I know you talked about you don't like the silky sort of nylon look. I do wish they would have brought that back as well. And it is a clean look with the magic logo just sort of like whited out. But I will say the gray like stars on the original jerseys added just a little bit more like character for me, which I appreciated. I like that they kept the collar the same with sort of like the gray and white and black sort of overlapping off to the side, but it's not like as much of a V-neck. Like it's a bit more rounded than the original Jersey. And like Jalen Suggs looked, I don't want to get too crazy here, but Mm Jalen Suggs looked great in those jerseys and really looking forward to, to seeing uh, all these guys wear these and having, Nick Anderson and, and Bo Outlaw and Richard and Hito and Ryan Anderson back. Like, it, that just, jacket it just felt was like oh, wild, by the way. You mean the $500 jacket? It's not it even is real leather, it's vegan crazy. leather. I wanted one it's so bad. Like, I was, if it was $300, I absolutely would have pulled the trigger. Now, to people's credit, when I complained about the price, they're like, wait a minute, didn't you just turn $20 into $500? Correct. But if you've been married for, if you've been happily married, let me add that for any length of time, you don't just get to spend $500 because you won it on a $20 bet without your wife signing off on that. And I just could not justify spending $500 on a jacket in Florida.
2: There's a code of conduct when you're married that you do not tell the wife about a huge bet that you're going to win unless you're cool with at least fifty to seventy five percent of it going straight into your bank account. Because it's like, oh well, well then why'd you win the money? What's the point? And it is so hard to explain. It's so hard to explain. Like I just it's not really the money for me, at least personally. Like it's just the 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 competitiveness and like the thrill of a of a small risk bet turning into a lot of money. You know, you put together everybody uh, to this point probably that that does any bit of this that's done like a five, sixteen parlay that you put just like 10, 15 bucks on it and it hits. There's not a lot of feelings like that. And it isn't the money. Like it is solely like, I think guys are slightly psycho when it comes to sports betting. It isn't the money. It's all about the thrill, but yes,
1: no, some of it is definitely about the money.
2: Okay. Well, for some people, I just genuinely, I don't, but anyway, a lot of it is that, that thrill. And um, so, yeah, that's the rule, rule number one of sports betting. If you have a significant other of any sort, you don't say anything unless that money is actually going to go toward the bank account so that it can then be used in a practical way instead of just sitting in your betting account.
1: Now, there are people out there that are single or not married that are thinking like, why would I want to get married? That sounds terrible. <laughs> so there is that caveat, but <laughs> the risk of not telling them and then them finding out that you want all this that's, money is infinitely worse. Trust yeah, and me, it is and you had- so not worth it not telling we had talked me. about it on
2: the podcast when it happened like there's yeah. just a great chance that it would have eventually been found out so yeah shout out to that 500 bucks but i totally am with you it is not a sane wise decision to use that money as a married man with children on a 500 hundred dollar jacket um yeah
1: well you know if anyone out there like just really loves me and wants to see me happy in life if you want to buy that jacket for me and send it to me i'm not going to turn it away so please mean, don't do that that's a crazy <laughs> amount of money for a jacket but it is probably unless. like it unless it <laughs> is legitimately like if i had to, to choose any jacket in the entire world that would probably be my number one overall draft pick because it really is that nice like if you haven't seen it you can go to you know our social media we shared it and talked about it and ryan anderson wore it if you you know wore watch the uh, event at all just awesome awesome jacket but yeah i cannot wait uh I think they said October 2nd is when those jerseys will be available at the team shop. That's the word that I'm thinking of right there. Uh, it's going to be $140. I think the shorts are 90 Right now, we've, we've reached out to some folks within the organization and haven't gotten a confirmation on when or if these will be available for order online. I would hope and assume at some point they will be, but nobody that we've talked to has any idea on when or if that will be. So just sort of keep your eyes out on that. But again, we talk about this every single time they do something, but just an absolute round of freaking applause to the social media team with the Orlando Magic. They, again, stop me if you've heard this before, just destroyed this release. Like They did such a great job with all of the teasers and Easter eggs before the drop and just all the content they posted with the drop, the, the, the video that they shot, with some of the models uh, you know um, showing some of the the pieces that'll be available sort of around this like classic collection it's going to be a rough year on the wallet it, it really will be like i don't remember the 2018 2019 season obviously we had the awesome blue and white pinstripe jerseys i don't remember it being accompanied by like a ton of awesome classic merch this seems like it's sort of headed in that direction so really looking forward to that All right, folks, we're going to give a special shout out to our wonderful patrons uh, before we uh, go ahead and get into our interview with uh, Kendra Douglas here. So if you haven't heard of our Patreon yet, uh, Patreon is an awesome platform where you can uh, financially support your favorite creators to help them create the content that you like to consume. And our Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. And part of our uh, Patreon benefits is we shout out our Hall of Fame and Elite tier patrons on every single episode. So we're going to go ahead and give a, a special shout out to our boys over at Court Cousins, Drew Gooden, Armin, Carson Tulo, Jonathan Borges, Normal Magic Player History, Gabe Gaines, Wiffle, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapong, Donkey Punch Dave, Paolo and Franzis Warm, Pierre A, Nostalgia, and M and M's, Dylan Holden, Mister Mikey, Eduardo Sanchez, Drum Drum Drummy Drum Drum, Drum Danwell Dotto Fifteen, Bobby Skinner, PV in the mix, Goaty Ninety Three. Teddy Sylvia, Eric Lopez, Fuchsia, Juan Geraldo, Bill Folden, Edmund Logone, Jose Squeelan, Destin for Greatness, Kayla Pete, Cannibalism, Time Mr. TV, ESPN Really Sucks, Gear 95, Shred, Junior Bruce, Half and Shahan 177, Bolby the Don, Himlo Ban Himro, R improv 221, Ray Pastrana, Magic Kid 714, Spanking Season Soft Taco, Fuego Nando, Victor Cologne, Irish Magic, Mike, Austin, Lampete, Random Hustle, Only Franz, Maria, Keith Wallace, Fritz, Currency, Kevin, Bruv Sal. A big thank you to all of our patrons. Again, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. We're driven by
0: the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
1: And now, Luke, without further ado, let's get into our conversation with the Orlando Magic new team reporter and sideline reporter, Kendra Douglas. And now, Magic fans, we're joined by a very special guest. Uh, Just recently announced as the new sideline reporter for the Orlando Magic. Uh, She's worked the last three years with WESH here in Orlando. Uh, in North Carolina alumni, uh, I didn't go to UNC, but I'm a huge UNC fan, Kendra, Kendra Douglas. Nice to meet you. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, welcome to the show. How are you?
3: I'm good. And I love that you are a UNC fan. I am a diehard, my whole family as we all are. Well, it's actually funny. Like my mom went to UNC. I went to UNC. My aunt went to Duke. My uncle went to NC State. So it's like a real house divided during the oh, holidays. Oh, big time. <laughs> it's the best. I love it. But I'm so happy to be here and so excited.
1: Yeah, we're so excited to to have you on the, you know, in the Magic family and on the broadcast. Looking forward to your coverage Speaking of your coverage, uh this past Friday you were at a very special event for the Magic where they unveiled this upcoming season's classic edition jerseys and the, the new floor and Kendra, what were your thoughts on uh, on the jerseys and the new floor?
3: Oh my god, I couldn't stop talking about it. After like the announcement and stuff, we're all just like kind of hanging around and I was just like, this is gorgeous. Like this is everything. And I think the thing is is like I've been here for 3 years and one of the things that like I've kind of felt the vibe on is like the classic edition is kind of like what everyone loved like it's just it brings about so many good memories it's just kind of like what the vibe the music the orlando magic song like everyone loves that kind of you know vibe and, and i was like these jerseys are going to bring in so much attention they look so good i am so excited for the season it got me so ready for the upcoming year and they everything looked really like chef's kiss it was beautiful
2: i think The court was the one that I was waiting on the most. I think there was a lot out there about the jerseys prior to the reveal. Like the magic had been dropping Easter eggs and things like that. So I think we were all maybe slightly nervous about the court. What's the court going to look like? And we've had some courts in the past that had orange on them and things. And so we were like, man, we really want them to nail this, this court edition, especially. So that was a relief. The court looks awesome. It, It didn't take much, right? Like you just put, Something that was on the court when when the Magic made a finals run, and then people will be happy with it, right? Like, there's there's so many things about the court that are awesome. The jerseys, incredible too. Did you, as far as like, we'll get into your background. Obviously, you've been in the Orlando area for a few years. How like connected and uh, coverage wise, and all of that, were you with the Orlando Magic, and how familiar with the organization before obviously stepping into this role and being fully immersed in the Orlando Magic?
3: I mean, I think I, for me, it was kind of like, I knew the general aspect of the team. I knew who was on the team. I know, you know, the Shaq, the Penny, like, I knew all that. That was also a big thing. I've, you know, watched the documentaries on it. So it was kind of like coming into when I got to WESH, it was really cool because it was like, I already knew so much history of this team going in and just kind of like, you know, what it meant for Orlando. And then getting to know everybody, getting to be around it more. I got to hang out with Pat for a little bit, too. And, oh, my goodness, he he will give you all of the the details, the history. That man's like, I mean, well, duh, he is, you know, he is the history. So, like, him and I got to chat a little bit when I got this role. And he just was like, you know, I, I want you to know everything about, like, what went like what it took, like what, you know, bringing this team here and, and just being a part of it. So it was cool to really chat with him. um And that's kind of what I knew coming in. And then, of course, now I know so much more and I'm learning so much more like consistently and all the time. But coming into this, I kind of just knew the the whole i think what everyone else knows too not like not orlando diehards but like just kind of what everyone general population Mm -hmm. knew about the orlando magic but getting to cover them was just so much better because you got to really understand um just kind of the love people have for this team which has been insane and i love it and it just makes me so more excited to be a part of this organization now
2: and also quick plug there the uh We actually got to sit down with Pat Williams a few years ago and did an episode with him and he's electric to say the least. Like he is awesome. And he's written a million books, I think Uh, and success intersection. One of them success intersection is really good. I read it at a time in my life where like, I definitely was not there. If you've read the book, you know, but it's basically where like your passions and your talent align and that's your success intersection at that time my i didn't i there wasn't aligning for me so pat's book like really opened my eyes to that and i was like man i need to get to do something that like i really want to do and something i'm good at and love and i the passion's there so shout out to pat pat uh yeah. you guys can go find that of course and uh, we've done that like i said a few years ago but yeah man pat pat is incredible uh it's a blessing if he is still in the team meetings i interned with lakeland for a year <laughs> and uh if he's in the all hands meeting still i don't know if he still goes but he was still going and he would always ask questions He's a wealth of knowledge, but he also asks questions, and I think that's what everybody loves about him too.
3: Yeah, Pat's awesome. I have when I when he he told me he's like I, I want to you know I want to do lunch with you and I want to talk about this job and, and just the magic in general. I said all right. So I get there, and if anyone knows, Deb is like his place. Like that's his that's his like place to be. That's his little office. And so I go there, and like he has this all, all these. I kid you not, it's like this thick of books. And I was like, what, what's going on here? He's was like, these are all for you. <laughs> and so he gave me like all these books that like he wrote and like, and that he had and stuff. And I was just like, oh my God, I didn't know you even did all this. He has one book. It's called, I have it right here. Jokes for coaches, le- leaders, and speakers. So like, if you want like a joke to like kind <laughs> of break the ice with like people That's... or anything, like Pat. he has... A joke book for you and i was like you have everything like you've come up with everything it's kind of funny
1: and luke you're welcome that i've helped bring you to your success intersection like, i think that's where where, where you <laughs> are now right, in life bro. so like you, you're you're i know that you're extremely grateful for that but yeah back to you kendra for again people i'm sure a lot of our listeners are familiar you know with for your time at, at w wesh but For those that aren't, would you mind just sharing a little bit with us about your journey and sort of what brought you to the magic?
3: Yeah. So I got my start in North Carolina. And um, actually, it's funny. My real start happened in 2016 when I covered the Rio Olympics. And this is a funny story that I now tell people because if I'm going to show like this is like from the Olympics, right? And, like, my mom always says, stop showing people that because you stole it. I don't want people to know my child steals things. So, like, <laughs> at the end of the Olympics, like, what were they going to do with that? They were just going to throw them away. And yeah. I'm like, well, oh, I'll just take it home with me. And then, like, I'll have it somewhere. And so, like, it's this incredible. thing, like, literally my mom will be like, don't tell anybody. Like, my child's a stealer. <laughs> I'm like, what were, they're going to throw it away. But either way, so... Went to the Olympics, came home, worked in North Carolina. I knew I really wanted to just kind of like really lock in with bigger teams and then ended up getting into like Wichita, Kansas and lived there for like two years. And I guess I was just covering everything. We didn't have a pro team in Wichita. So like I didn't really get a chance to cover too many pro teams, but I covered so many basketball teams and so many – and college basketball was like insane there. So it kind of was like – Cool, because as I've transitioned, a lot of the guys that I've covered are now in the league. So then after that, um, Orlando was like, we really want you to come on and, you know, really continue what you're doing here. And that's when I moved to Orlando three years ago in the middle of COVID. I just sold everything and was like, all right, let's just start over because what am I going to do? And we didn't know really much about what COVID was doing. So I was just like, just sell it all. And um, I was just able to cover the magic like in the bubble And it was kind of hard because it was like you don't really get to know the players. You don't really get to know anything really about them or anything because it's like they're so separate. And, you know, they're, they're supposed to be because of this whole situation. And so I think the first year was a little challenging because it was like I was starting to get to know everything. I was starting to get to know who this team was really and everything that they brought to the table. And yet, like, we couldn't really get all the interviews that we wanted to get. So I felt like it was kind of a a blessing and a curse because I think it made you also challenge yourself a little bit better to like figure out how to better cover this team and figure out how to do cooler stories and figure out how to like, you know, showcase the magic, even though we couldn't really necessarily like be in the gym with them all the time. And then from there, I've just been fortunate to like, cover the magic. And I was covering the Bucks. I was covering everybody. We cover everything. We were covering the Rays. We covered Florida state, we covered the Gators, covered UCF, like everybody. And, um, from there, it just kind of grew my, my passion for covering this team grew. And also just like the connections you were making along the way and understanding what this team offered and just, you know, It's funny because in sports you're supposed to kind of be like non-biased in your role a little bit too like you're supposed to have like a little homer kind of thing but you're supposed to also just be like give it to you straight because if florida and fsu were playing against each other i can't say we're all cheering for the gators on tv you know i have to say we're all cheering for florida (laughs) like just happiness Mm -hmm. but when it came to the magic you just wanted so much from them like you just were like oh my god like this is gonna be great like this is gonna be like this is it this is it and so it was really fun just kind of getting to grow with them. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty hurt when Fuoch left. Like I, I was like, this guy loves this place. He's so passionate here. And like I remember vividly the interview and like he was like emotional coming back. It was it was like you felt like you know the wind was knocked out of you a little bit because you just you start to really value this team and you see how much the players love it and you see how much like They really are a big family. And even though I was just outside looking in, I could still feel that. So it seemed like a very seamless transition to now be the team reporter for them because I just, I really enjoyed what the magic and the organization was doing and just how much they really rally around their players and how much you really do feel that family aspect. And I was just kind of like, all right, like, this is a really good move. This is going to be fun. And we have really fun players and we have guys who really want to do well and you really want to cheer for them. So it just made sense. Like that's what I keep telling people. Like when they ask me, like, why did you stay in Orlando? That was like, it made sense. Like the whole thing, like just coming here and then like covering this team and then being able to move and, hey, and like cover them now solely. Like it, it just, it just worked out and it made sense. That's like the long spiel of my life
2: <laughs> i was listening kendra to one of to an interview you've done uh with the jones report so tyler jones there at uh ksn nbc wichita you went on there and were you know I, I can't help but think like obviously you're there with i'm assuming you made that connection when you were out there covering them then you go on yeah. his show for yeah. basically an introduction when you or just kind of a reintroduction when you joined mm-hmm. in orlando but I think you mentioned something about weather at some point. And I have to ask you as someone that lived out in the Midwest, I lived in Omaha, Nebraska for two and a half years. Yeah, I'm familiar with the Midwest weather. What, what is that like? Because originally, obviously in North Carolina, the weather is beautiful, but it's, mm-hmm. and it's not the Midwest, but it's definitely not Florida weather. Was that a, a huge adjustment for you to like walking outside and feeling like you're suffocating because of humidity all the time?
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um one shout out to Tyler. Yeah, he was one of he I met him, he was like one of my first few friends I met when I started covering the Chiefs and like we've continued to just remain friends. So, shout out to him. He's such a cool guy. Um but yeah, no. So, I was like so yeah, you get like all the seasons in North Carolina. So, like I'm used to getting everything. And then I go to the Midwest and it's just like I'm getting two seasons, I'm getting either it's like really cold, or it's just cold. It's like one or the other. And then like, you get like really, really hot, like at noon. And then like, you still have to bring a parka with you because at like five (laughs) o'clock, you're gonna be freezing, like shivering on TV. I was just like, what are we doing here? Like, how do we want to feel? And then on top of that, I remember this vividly, my first week living there I was in my car, and it starts shaking. And I'm just like, maybe I just envisioned that. And I kid you not, I got an alert saying, like, are you okay? We just had a, like, uh, um, what is it, an earthquake. And I was like, where did I move? (laughs) Like, how did (laughs) I get here? And then shortly after, I saw my first, like, tornadoes. And everyone's just, like, taking pictures. And, like, they think it's cool. And I'm like, shouldn't we be somewhere under, like, you know, like, in a bathroom, like, with the tub over our head? Like, what are we doing here? And so coming here, the weather was, like a drastic change I remember my parents were like so happy I don't have to visit you anymore like (laughs) we can come to Orlando and visit you like this is what I want to do but yeah no it was a very drastic change and now I'm a punk like now I'm one of those people that like whenever it gets like a little chilly I'm like it's cold outside it's freezing (laughs) it's
2: 60 I need a sweater
3: right right meanwhile it was 60 like in Kansas and I'm like in a short Mm sleeve shirt I'm like I got this, but now I'm like, I'm weak. I'm so weak here. As soon as the little wind comes, I need everything, a hoodie, a hat, gloves, everything like that's me now. To,
2: to be fair, it's much, it's different. Like the cold is different. Yeah. We, we visited my family here in Ocala while we were out in the Midwest and it was like 50 degrees here. And we came and it was much, of, it's like 30 in Omaha. We came here, and I needed more clothes for the 50 degree weather, and I don't know what it is. I'm sure there's people out there that understand this, but it, the cold here, when it gets to 50, it, it almost feels like 30 or 25, Yay! like in the Midwest. It's very weird. I don't understand it, but it is colder here when it comes Thank to you. like that, the the temperature. So justified, absolutely, because I had that takeaway as well. Kendra, talk about the the professional teams like mm-hmm. that you've covered. Because if I remember correctly, when Jonathan and I kind of announced that you were, you know, obviously a part of the Orlando Magic now, you've covered some winners. So as far as professionally, can you go into that?
3: Yeah. So like I genuinely and I don't even want to like say it because I don't want to jinx us. Like I don't even want to like jinx us. But like, I believe that the teams I've been able to cover we just do well. And that's as much as I'm going to say because I don't want to jinx the magic. I don't. I really want us to just do well. So my first year in Wichita, it was actually funny. Like We hadn't ever covered the Chiefs at all. And it was when um, they had announced that Patrick Mahomes was going to be the quarterback. And I was like, I went up to my news director and I was like, you know, I think we should cover this team. And she was like, if you want to do it, you can go and drive. And I was like, okay. Like I'm young, I'm eager, like let's do it. So I covered them and that was, Patrick Mahomes MVP year. And all I could think in my mind was like, what if we never would have covered this team? Like we would have missed so much. So then the next year I was like, well, we got to go hard. We got to go bigger for this. And that was the year that they went to the Super Bowl Then a the year after. And I was like, this is great. I'm like lo- loving this. And at the time when I had signed with um, Wesh, uh, Brady wasn't there yet. So I was kind of like, all right, you know, maybe it's just like, fool's gold type of thing. Like, I just got lucky that I covered an MVP season and then a Super Bowl season. And, you know, maybe I just have to be the person that says, well, the Bucks are still good, you know? And I kid you not, like, um, I signed to WESH and a month later, Tom Brady signed. And I'm like, what? Like, this is insane. And the station's the home of the Bucks, So we were giving everything to them and, and covering them. And then that was the year that we won the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, my God, how did I get so lucky? Like, I'm two for two right now. Like, I have two Super Bowls under with two different teams. And I um, I remember a referee who I had seen multiple times. He, Because, you know, refs travel. And so we were at a gym, and he was like, I remember you from Kansas City. And I was like, oh, wow. He was like, wherever you go, they seem to win. So he was like, so can you go to Dallas? And I was <laughs> like, um, I think I need to like figure it out, and it's funny because my family were all Cowboys fans. So a part of me was like, I would love that. I would love. I know. Hey, don't give me that. We are gonna. We're gonna make. Did you see we won? Did you see how well we won today? We're
1: I, I, so. so I, I'm a Giants fan, so I saw how you all won ah, last week, well. and that was that's <laughs> enough for me for quite some time. But I'm I'm, I'm very happy for see. you and your family.
3: <laughs> Thank you. We're going all the way. I know everyone says it. We always say it. That's our thing. We're going to the Super Bowl. We are. This year, I feel it. I feel it. Um, but either way, yeah, every team I've covered has done very well. And so I'm just really not I'm really hoping that like my good luck continues with the magic. Cause like I've never been somewhere where I've been able to cover two teams that have gone to two super that have won Super Bowls like while I'm there. And it's just been incredible and insane. And then even with the Rays, it was the year that the Rays did really well too. And then it was the year that the Lightning did well. It was insane. I was like, okay, I think I'm wherever I go. Like, yeah, like that's what I believe in. Like, they're gonna do well.
1: So what I'm hearing is that either the the Magic or some young player, Paolo's winning the MVP, or or we're trading for some superstar and, and winning a title. I think that's what I'm hearing from from Kendra. But Kendra, you've been with the Magic now for you know uh, you know. A week or so, maybe a little bit more than that. I'm sure it's been a, a bit of a longer process. What has mm-hmm. been your um, just your your opinion on like the the young roster right now? We're about mm-hmm. three weeks from media day and getting into training camp. Like from a somewhat of an outside perspective, before you join the team, mm-hmm. uh, what is your current opinion on the Magic roster?
3: Um, for sure. When before I joined the team, I think you know the conversation was always like are we rebuilding is it always gonna be a rebuilding year like why is this happening that's kind of what i walked into so it was you know me being at wesh i was always hearing they're always rebuilding and so the guys who were there were more veteran you know or or more were older guys so i was used to those guys like the Vooches and everyone like i it, it just seemed like okay you grow from them but i will say this like as they transitioned and started to get these younger guys, and we've kind of, you know, again, rebuild, but you're seeing how determined they are. I really, really like this group. I really, really think that they are something special. And I think it's because everyone just has this like, like like-minded mentality and mindset, and no one's trying to be selfish. Everyone just really has the same goal. And it, it just feels, I think, a little bit like refreshing in a way like it feels, it just feels a little bit more like this group really wants to do some damage and do something amazing this year. And I think that's, what's really been really cool to see is I've kind of been able to see both, you know, like I've been able to see what it's like to have all the elder guys here and like what happens to them. And then I've been able to now see kind of like the transition and the move and now kind of being in it. You're just like, it's exciting. I really like this group. I like what they bring to the table. Um, I'm excited to see what they do this year. And I think last year you could tell that they wanted so much more for themselves that they're going to bring that this year. You 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 felt it. Like at the end of the year, especially like when we do the end of the year, like press conferences and stuff, you could just feel that they were not ready to be done yet. And so I think for them this year, I think that's like what you're going to see is like the unfinished business mentality.
2: That was definitely the sentiment. That obviously we're getting as well, even last year before the season starts, Markel Fultz maybe infamously tweets uh for magic fans infamously uh, tweets fourth seed with the devil smiling emoji, and that's what he puts before the season starts, obviously Markel unavailable there for the first part of the season after you know his toe injury
1: mm-hmm.
2: he's getting you know he has now a a full off season to to get ready. Jalen Suggs has much of the same. Um, Jonathan Isaac seems to be back on to the point where, like, he's basically going to have a full offseason. He's going to be uh, basically what what we think to be ready for training camp and all of that, ready to go. From what we've heard, much like you said, like this is the the not really a revenge tour, but it, it, it's it's getting to the point where it's like this is our bounce back. Like we yeah. we think that this team can improve and get to that point. Kendra, my my favorite player is is Wendell Carter Jr. Um, affectionately, I call him Win Daddy. It's it's caught on a little bit, you know. We've got it on a shirt. I love I love him. Like he's incredible, just like as solid as they come. A great leader, uh, sets a great example on this team. Obviously, before getting too involved in the magic and everything. Right now, mm-hmm. who's who's kind of that player that maybe isn't the best player on the team? It can be, but maybe your favorite or one that you think that will become your favorite in the short time you've been somewhat around the organization here. And obviously at WASH as well.
3: Hmm. Um, I will say the end of the year, Wendell was becoming my favorite player. Cause you saw that. I think he was becoming more comfortable with himself and more like, Oh, like this, like I got that. Like you, there's, guys just come with swag. You know like that swagger in your step kind of thing. And I think that like you kind of saw him get that a little bit more and I thought it was cool and I was like, I think you get it. Like I think you understand like you're about that life. Like you like you're good. Like 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 continue. Um so I think he's someone who has become my favorite because i think it's just cool to see how he's progressed and grow and i think he's gonna have a really big year this year i think he's gonna really just kind of lock into his his role and i think he's gonna really kind of be a good leader for this team um he's probably one um, um I th- i feel like i'm supposed to say cole because then i'm like we're tar hills so like that makes sense i probably should so we'll go with Cole, too, because, like, you know. You named the Blue Devil first. Um, What would you say? Oh, yeah, I know. I did. I, I know. I know. <laughs> that's the one thing. So, like, that's the one thing that I was, like, I got to really just put aside, like, my feelings of, like, Carolina basketball for a second because, like, we have majority Duke players. We're outnumbered. Like, what are we going to do? And we got to, like, cheer them on. And I'm, like, no one cheers for Duke players. Come on now. We're Tar Heels around here. But, I'm putting that aside for my job (laughs) and so yeah probably Cole because yeah we're Tar Heels and also I just think that he's someone that does have the swagger he knows he's really good and I think he just brings a lot of energy to the team and he brings a lot of personality to the team and I think he's one of those fan favorites that like everyone's kind of like they really like and they like what he brings to the table.
1: Kendra last question before we we let you go here from your coverage you know what what can Magic fans expect from Kendra this season covering the Magic?
3: Oh, so much. We have so much in store. Um, I'm so excited because I feel like this uh, this job is allowing me to just do so much and be so creative. So for starters, for what everyone will see, I will be doing majority of the away games. I'll be doing all away games. So sidelining those. So Dante and working with Dante and Jeff and everybody. And like, I just love this broadcasting team. Like they're so cool and they're just so great to be around. Um, I'll definitely start to kind of like, I really want to incorporate more storytelling and stuff. That's kind of what I do. So, you know, kind of finding ways to really like get you guys to see more of who these players are off the court. So really kind of me being the voice and me being the person to, you know, show you guys like, you know, maybe their favorite shoe collection or something or something like that. Like, Just really kind of making it more personal. So, you know, you guys can kind of feel like you're in this with us. Um, so that's a lot, something else you can expect. And then there's a couple other things that like, we're still working on and I'm just going to keep it at that and I'm excited. (laughs) So it'll be fun. (laughs) You guys have to wait and see.
1: Awesome. Well, we look very much forward to, to seeing you on the Bally Sports Florida Florida broadcast this year. You know, you talked about a lot of the away games and, and we're looking forward to seeing everything that you have in store, Kendra. Thank you for taking the time and, and joining the show. And again, welcome to the, the Magic family and congratulations.
3: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and go Magic.
1: Go Magic. Thank you, Kendra. <laughs> One more big thank you to Kendra Douglas for taking the time and joining the show so nice to get to to meet kendra and and really looking forward to her her coverage luke that was just a a super fun conversation
2: yeah much really just echoing what i had said at the beginning at the top of the show as far as just her personality and it seems like she's just a pretty go with the flow and you got to be if you're going to be traveling on the road as much as she will be this year the magic we're talking a little bit about it after i believe but the magic having well, like the first or second most miles traveled or something heading into the season for the regular season. So shout out to Kendra again, best of luck to her. I'm sure that she will be, uh, become one of the regulars here that we bring in on the show.
1: Yeah. Especially we talked about like to start the season, you know, like that first couple, you know, uh, you have the, the game at home and then you're off on the, the long road trip. So, but yeah, looking forward to, to all of Kendra's, uh, coverage, uh, we didn't really go over this with her we should have shouted out her social media accounts so if you're not following kendra right now you can find her on twitter at kendra underscore melinda so k-e-n-d-r-a underscore m-e-l-i-n-d-a and then on instagram at kendra dot Douglas. so go ahead and throw kendra a follow uh, if you haven't already welcome her to the orlando magic family make sure that you're following her on social media and again Really looking forward to, to her coverage uh, this upcoming season. Luke, one thing that we didn't talk about, we talked about, well, at least on social media, how we are getting closer to 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, we've now hit that. So we're doing a giveaway. Uh, where for one lucky subscriber. Uh, we're giving away one of the new classic edition jerseys. So your choice of, of player whatever you want that to say and whatever number you want on that. And we're giving an entire year of league pass away. So not like a team pass where you can just watch the magic. This will allow you to watch basically every like out of market NBA game this upcoming season. So uh, trying to do as much as we can and and try to do some different giveaways, you know, try to do something a little bit different from what we've done in the past. So if you want to enter in that, all you need to do is make sure you are subscribed to us on YouTube. You can find us at youtube.com slash the six man show. Uh, just subscribe to us, and then uh, go ahead and comment on our last video. And and please pay attention to our last video where we talked about the 35 greatest Magic players of all time. So subscribe to us on YouTube and leave a comment on our last video, not this one that you're watching now, the last one that we did talking about the 35 greatest Magic players of all time. And we'll go ahead and and give, uh, if you haven't, already seen us on social media if you just watch on youtube or you just listen to the podcast we want to give you all you know a few days to go ahead and enter as well so we'll probably run that giveaway later on in the week luke sweet can't
2: wait for it um you know a little jealous when we do these giveaways jonathan we're we're treating these listeners right so you guys will get those things those prizes there should be a uh, a good one and um I would be pumped if I won it. That'd be for for sure. I'm not going to win it because I'm not even definitely entering. not going to win it. But if I did, I'd be I'd be very thankful, you know.
1: All right. Last thing I'm going to say here, I, I guarantee you, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I, I'm going to venture to guess that the tickets are gone. But if by some chance they're not, go ahead and ch- take a look. They're probably gone, but maybe maybe they're not. Who knows? FivoGM.com/slash-six-man for a group night coming up on February 13th the Magic are playing Oklahoma City Thunder in Orlando on TNT it's going to be a great game and hey if you were part of the first 100 that that bought tickets to this game you're going to be able to be part of the the pregame experience that we have where we'll be able to watch the Orlando Magic you know pregame warm up so if we've gotten a lot of questions on how do I know if I was in the first 100 the Magic are tracking everything in order and over the course of the next couple of weeks They'll be reaching out to those who are, you know, that did meet the criteria for the offer. So be on the lookout for that and don't want to give away, you know, any, anything just yet, but we're working on a few other things to be able to do for everyone that's coming to the game to our group night uh, that night. So be on the lookout for that. But Luke, I think that's going to do it for this one. Yeah. Look at you and me, Kevin, top 25 FSU. North Carolina, top 25 UNC. Luke, Florida, top 25. Look at us. Look, who Everything's going well right now. Not me. Who, who would have thought? You mm-hmm. definitely didn't think before the start of no, the season no. for the Gators. So
2: no, here we I'm are. happy to be here. I'm, I'm ready to lose to Kentucky in two weeks and be bounced out of the top 25. But for the time being, we'll, uh, we'll enjoy it. Awesome.
1: All right. That's going to do it for this one, folks. For Luke, Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You all have been listening to The Six Man Show and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sixth Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!